Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Best of Five. I'm sorry for those of you listening that you didn't get to see this on video, but I just had the best entrance the entire world has ever seen. My name is Elon. Yeah, for those who are listening as opposed to watching, I'm not sorry. I, I'm not sorry at all. I sure am. Wow. Welcome to another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon. I'm here joined as always by my cohort, Mr. Steve the Main Squeeze, Ace King Offsuit Jurek. How's it going? And my other cohort, the always lovely, talented, amazing Purple Sharpie. Sorry, this one. Hey, that's me. I'm purple. But not really. It's just a tag inside of my name. And as we learned, you're also sharp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Anyway, tonight on the show, we're going to talk about this stuff. Check this out. Boom. Yeah. Welcome to Best of Five, where I make graphics, and it took me a month to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about these things, and you get to follow along. But before we even do that, Steve? Can you make the topics go away, then, since we're not talking about them yet? Well, fine. Hold on. Jeez. Always do asking. Do we have a fade out or? Nope. You oh, they just disappear. Out. Yes. So, so, so that's sort of like dressing up and and like doing your hair from the front, but letting it just go wild in the back. Look, Steve, I don't know what else you want from me here. I spent a month doing that. Right? I don't know if that's really relatable, Steve. Who here has hair, honestly? You know what? Anyway, there's a recap because things happened. Things happened. Hit it, Steve. Oh, my goodness. Things happened. Uh, Street Fighter League absolutely happened this past weekend. Um, Well, we saw it happen. It may have happened a while ago, but we saw it. It's new to me. That's the uh, old NBC sitcom role. Uh, Pro US League had its final week of the regular season. Uh, Alpha 3 uh, could, had nothing to play for, so uh, it was an easy 3-0 win for Dynamite for them to lock up their spot. Then that came down to the final final match between Nasser and Psycho Shinobi. Nasser Esports, the 3-1 win to take Psycho Shinobi out of the running. They lost four of their last five matches. They were in great position uh, through the first half, but Struggled down the backstretch. So we have our top four, and that will air next week. Uh, you've got Alpha 3 and All In facing off for the second or third time, excuse me. Uh, Nasser and Dynamite will be the loser's semifinal. Um, and then the winner of that will face the loser of the winner's final. Uh, then the top two teams will reach the finals so we don't know exactly what the finals looks like because of the um cancellation of capcom cup and the reorganization of that event online uh due to the global pandemic but that's what, something we got look uh look forward to this coming week so do you think when they broadcast this next week they're going to be like, oh, we have our final four for the Puerto Rican final because this is pre-recorded. I mean, it's live. Uh, do you remember that Simpsons episode, uh, the Super Bowl? Well, they've had a few Super Bowl episodes at this point, but there was one where every time they mentioned which team was going to play, they, they moved a card in front of their mouth and they just <laughs> badly overdub it. 
<laughs> I am excited to watch the Kansas City Chiefs take on <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe so that's I, what's going to happen. I fully expect something like that. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to see Vicious. And everybody's going to be very excited to go to Undisclosed Location. <laughs> in, in beautiful online. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> uh, that'll be funny. I can't wait to see that stuff uh, pan out. But there was more, Steve. There was more leagues of the Street Fighters. There was. On the other side of the planet, we finally saw finally. the conclusion of the Japanese Street Fighter League. Uh, if you remember, this actually aired or took place one week prior, uh, and it was on pay-per-view. Uh, and then this week is when it aired for free for on Capcom Fighters and the other associated channels. And if you did watch, you got to see Nemo's team take home the big prize. Uh, they fought through the semifinal and the final, uh, knocking off Daigo's gold team and Tokido's flame squad to take home the prize of about $15,000, but 1.5 million yen. Uh, Tokido, uh, his, his flame squad finishes second. They take home 500,000 yen. Just under five thousand bucks. Uh, Daigo finishing third with his squad. They're taking home about thirty-eight hundred dollars or four hundred thousand yen. I heard these matches were crazy. I didn't get a chance to watch them, but I feel like I should be watching them right after this. They are available on the uh, on YouTube and Twitch as well. So immediately after this show, they're not available yet. Yeah, they're not available right now, but if you watch it after the show, they will be available. Soon. Yes. Ah, uh, so thank you for picking up on that. Yes. Because I, I, I don't want to, th- I don't want people to think, oh my goodness, it's on right now. Oh, it's, I need not. To go watch. it's not. It's not. It's not. It's, yeah. it's totally not. not. It's important. <laughs> so there's uh, there's some new stuff on the recap that has never been in the recap before, Steve. There we had a special event take place this past week it was uh playstation's fgc arcade this was some of the games that they have featured in uh, playstation tournaments um they took some of the top players from each scene they brought in commentators from each scene and uh they had themselves a fun little night of exhibitions uh this one is archived so it will be available on youtube immediately following our show not mm-hmm. that. Yep. don't do that uh but there were some good matches um i've only got to see bits and pieces so far but i know uh keeve and dexas came down last game last round i actually watched the last set of nephros and mosin that was there was some ridiculous stuff going on there uh but yeah, you had some some good BB tag action. Uh, Sonic Fox and Foxy Grandpa holding it down in MK11 Ultimate. Uh, Keeve and Party Wolf getting the job done in Soul Calibur, and uh, in Uniclear, Gosuda gave it a, a gr- I don't know how. I don't remember how he got two matches in. I, I I think he was a last minute replacement, but I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah. He rough night for him. He lost twice to uh, Big Black and Red Blade. So, uh, dang. But he but but he threw it down. He 
especially that second set, uh, that set against Red Blade, he showed he showed a little more of what he can do. So that the lesson learned: if you're if somebody cancels and you're like, I'll do it, do it. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Not a tournament. Just an exhibition, right? Exhibitions right. don't matter. Exactly. Unless you win. Then Unless it, you win, then it counts. Then it absolutely counts. All right. Do we have anything else on the the recap? Uh, we have things that we can look out for next week or we'll this coming week, ball. I should say. So let's take a look what's coming up. Uh, as I mentioned, the playoffs for the Street Fighter League uh, U.S. side take place on Thursday, or at least air Thursday. Uh, this weekend, it is a couple more events in the Tekken 7 King of the Hill series. Uh, you've got Equinox Gaming for the U.S. side of things, and then Rage Heart Clutch, which is uh, going to be aired by First Attack PR. That is part of something that we'll be talking about a little later. Um, also this Sunday, you've got Liga Latina, uh, the Mortal Kombat 11 Pro League, fourth round of action in Mexico, Latin America, and South America. Wow. Still a lot going on, even though there's not a major this time around. Crazy. Crazy. All right. Well, thanks for the recap, Steve. Always always a great, good old time when things are getting recapped and pre-capped, if you will, with your crystal ball there. Now it's time. I'm going to hit the, the thing. Woohoo! All right. Let's go from the top. Do the thing. There we go. First, let's talk about this dummy Uri trailer that these jerks released on Wednesday, immediately after our show. Those jerks. Let's just watch the thing, shall we? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Show, show the trailer. That looks like it hurts. So, so here is... yeah. First of all, I think everyone's surprised to see Iori in this game. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely shocked. Uh, I don't think anyone thought that we would ever see Iori in a King of Fighters game ever again. So, that's a bit of a surprise. Everyone his wow, okay, I deserve to be out of focus after that. <laughs> I don't know, his redesign looks cool, right? He looks a little less edgy than he did before, right? He doesn't look like the, like his hair looks a little bit like more modern, I guess is the word. I don't know. Uh, can we have the B-roll playing one more time? Okay, I, I, we can show it off one more time. Wait for it. Wait for it. Mute that stuff, though. Mute I did. I did. Stuff. Relax. I know what I'm doing. Go B-roll. <laughs> Fast forward. There it is. Uh, yeah. So he, he he looks very different than he usually does. However, who, whoever they hired from the Dragon Ball Fighters trailer team, I don't like these trailer formats. There's, like, nothing to see. Like, they spend time... Here, let's rewind a little bit. Like, they spend time showing, like, his buttons, which is okay, right? But it goes so fast, you can't see what happens. Look at this. Wait for it. Button. Oh, it's gone. Button. Oh, it's gone. Ah, oh, button. Oh, button. Forward throw. Backward throw. Stun, I guess. You know? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the format of the trailer. 
it, they are getting better, right? Like, we're, they're showing more of the important things of a character instead of just random <laughs> poop. What? You're killing me, man. Poop? Yes. Okay. You're, 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 you're specifically trying to make my editing job harder. And I blame you. I'm sorry. Specifically, Elon. I'm sorry. It's not my Better fault that the FCC says that that word is not a curse word. The FCC doesn't apply. We had this discussion before. I know. Anyway, make your point. Yeah, we anyway, uh, trailers are getting better, but I, I'm still not a big fan. I wish they would show a little bit more. If anything, like just to, you know, show a little. Like I, I wish they would show a little bit more of the character and what it can do instead, or what they can do instead of just you know, showing random buttons here and there, showing the super right. Like everybody knows that that's gonna be in there. But I want to see some of the other well, stuff. Don't they also have like the character breakdown days as well? Like, do they? I I I don't know because I don't play KOF, but like I know Not other yet. games. Okay, okay, okay. Not yet. We've only seen the, these little bite-sized trailers thus far. For me, I I gotta keep in mind that this is these trailers aren't necessarily for um, a narrow audience at that specifically cares what Iori does. I, I, I say that in a weird way, but but hear me out on this. Listening. This this is about selling the game to a wide audience right now. You don't necessarily need to have to sell. It's not like a DLC where your audience is composed com completely of people who have already bought the game, and you need to give them a, a compelling reason why they need this specific character. Right now, they're not selling a character. It's not about selling Iori. It's about selling, hey, Iori is in this game. So now, it, so it's just about giving people enough to entice them to check out this game. And that doesn't necessarily mean showing off uh, what the, the forward throw and the back throw do. That doesn't necessarily mean showing off every, every single move in the arsenal just yet. It's just about giving people enough of a taste to say, hey, that game looks cool. Let me check it out. As we get closer, yeah, we'll probably see a few more things like some high-level matches like we saw in Guilty Gear uh, this past week. But I don't necessarily think that these trailers are specifically aimed at us, hardcore fighting game players, as much as they are uh, a wider potential audience. Plus, I, I mean... You you gotta worry about uh, character or roster size at this point, because if you're doing a one character a week, I mean if you if you start with a roster of forty fifty characters, you're you're looking at the end of twenty twenty one when this game comes out if you continue at this pace. Yeah, somebody had mentioned that they're probably gonna do like fifty, <laughs> right? Because KOF rosters usually are pretty big, but. I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I I see where you're coming from, Steve. But at the same time, I don't care because I'm me. And I want to see things that I want to see. I'm kidding, obviously. I mean, I'm not kidding, but I'm kidding. Uh, to be fair, I, I thought the trailer was really cool. I probably still won't play KOF. That character does look really amazing. KOF just isn't my type of game. But, like, if I, if I, if I hadn't already decided to not play KOF, that could very easily have been a deciding factor for me because you know the character does just look cool like straight up cool looking character yeah no all the characters are cool edgy 
you know? <laughs> With the hair. I, I, I think uh, Big for Lil is making a good point in chat. Uh, they're saying, hey, weekly trailers fatigue the audience unless you're showing something new every week. Um, mm. You know, like, okay, we, Iori is not a surprise. I mean, Benny Maru is not a big surprise. Uh, if we see someone like Vice or someone along those lines, that's not going to be a surprise. It's it's going to be, oh, hey, yeah, that's cool that we expected that. Sort of like a new Street Fighter game coming or coming out and saying, hey, here's Guile. Hey, here's Ken. Okay, we kind of expected that. What else you got? We'll see you next week. Okay. Who's the Who's the guy that has like the giant eyes and like the purple beard? I think it's Lionheart. Is that his name? I don't know. He's super goofy. I like that guy. I want him to come back. Know who I'm talking about? Or do I just sound crazy? You sound insane to me. Yeah, personally. I usually do. I apologize. Yeah. Xanadu. Xanadu, thank you. I don't know why I thought Lionheart. Xanadu, that guy. I like that guy. He he has this move where he does the thing with his arms where he goes, I can't do it because I'm surrounded by things. Uh, and it's fun. It's hilarious. I like that guy. And he, his eyes we're, are way too big for his head. We're all surrounded by things. Yeah, but I can't do the move like I wanted to, so I have to do it this way. Or else I'm gonna punch the microphone, or I'm gonna punch the air. It's a great show. This is a wonderful <laughs> show. All right. Anything else we want to touch on on uh, KOF? Who do we, we think? On? Who do we think is gonna be uh, the next one revealed? Because they're probably gonna do. If you remember, oh, go ahead. While you're pulling that up, Steve, I think they're just gonna do my. Really? Yeah. We all know it's coming. I well, mean, I guess it, with the with the Smash audience, they may. Just because, you know, she was the one KOF character, they're like, yeah, she's not really going to be in this game. <laughs> you know? Right. Specifically. And so now everyone may be like, ah, KOF. The character that was banned from Smash, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Blue makes a good point. Uh, they are going in team order, and they already have team heroes. So who's on Yori's team? Uh, in KOF 14, it was Mature and Vice. Okay, well, there you go. That's who's next. Or it's going to be a new team. But but remember, uh, Shune and Maintenkun uh, were on Team China, and they're joined by Benny Maru, who was on Japan team last time. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's not a guarantee that it's going to be the same three. Yeah, who's um, who's the like the, the Ryu of King of Fighters? What's his name? I can't remember it for Terry? some reason. Terry? Or no, you not mean Terry. play style-wise? Kyo, thank you. I just ass- Kyo. Kyo. Uh, have they shown his trailer yet? No. It's okay. just the four. I think he's probably so, next then. Yeah, because that makes I'm, sense, right? They showed, like, the one... He, like, Yori's usually the Ken of the series, and Kyo's usually the Ryu, so it just makes sense to me. I don't know. That's my, that's my I'm guess. Gonna, I'm going to go with Mature. Okay. Sharpie, who do you want to be next? Oh, I thought I already said my. Oh, my, uh, you said my. Yes. Okay. I then did, it, right? <laughs> maybe. I, mean, I don't unless know. Unless I'm having like a fever dream. Look, my, <laughs> my brain no longer functions, so I apologize. That's fair. Um, cool. So that's KOF. Let's move on to the next topic, shall we? Watch this. Do it. Do it. <laughs> that took Production me another value. month. 
uh, yeah, that took me another month to do. So, let's talk about this Street Fighter V winner update that's happening this Thursday. Those jerks. The future is now, Finitude says. Yes. Uh, so, there's been, a, there's been a lot of things circulating on top of the things that Capcom posted. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to do a sleuth, or I would. Uh, but High Fight, friend of the show, tweeted out something that I think I agree with. It's the Japanese Capcom Twitter account tweeted, it's going to be on the 12th in Japan, but it's on the 11th, and then they put the eyes next to 11th. And the Capcom USA Twitter said it's going to be on the 11th, and then they put the eyes next to the 11th. Is that a hint that 11's coming to Street Fighter V is 11 the last character? Right, because 12's in third strike. Uh, eh? That feels I'm, like I'm, a stretch to me, personally. I don't know. Capcom didn't have a Capcom Cup Finals to throw out 11 confettis. I I think that, you know, if they're hinting at that, that would be too on the nose. I, I, I think it's a little bit of a troll. Just just a touch of a troll. I don't know. <laughs> you know who else can stretch? 12. <laughs> That's awesome. Who said that in the yeah. chat? Muckmaster, Muckmaster, thank you. Thank you, Muckmaster, in the chat. <laughs> that, that, was, that was good. That was uh, good. But, uh, so, all joking aside, uh, Capcom did reveal that they're going to that Rose is going to make an appearance. They're also going to talk a lot about Dan. They even had the voice, the English voice actor for Dan talk about things that are, or like talk about the fact that it's happening. And they had this whole voiceover thing that was a little bit bizarre, if I'm going to be honest. But, you know, if you like Dan, I guess you enjoyed listening to the voice actor go Yahoo in a very weird way. Uh, so I, I guess, so I'm, I'm assuming what's going to happen is they're probably going to show off more of Dan or they're going to talk about Dan. They're probably going to show off a little bit of Rose. Maybe if we're lucky, we'll get a little bit of the Oro. And then they're going to show off 11. What do you guys think is going to happen? I don't, they keep, they keep, they're hyping this up a little bit more than I thought they would. That's the thing. I think, I think it's just kind of slow right now in general for them. I think they're just using any press and buzz they can generate right now. Because we don't really have, like, any huge way to announce things other than social media, honestly. That's, that's what I think, personally. But I'm also, y'all know me, I'm super incredibly, I, I want to say pessimistic when it comes to things like this. Mm-hmm. Marketing ploys, you know what I mean? Yeah. How about you, Steve? I, I'm thinking that there's a possibility that... Uh, they might be dropping both characters at the same time. Because if you remember the roadmap they released last year, mm-hmm. um, Rose, Dan was uh, scheduled for winter of 2020, Rose for spring of 2021. Now, personally, I don't necessarily think they will uh, because you know a, a lot of the delay is due to uh, what's been going on with COVID and the impact that has had in on the development cycle so to push dan back a bit makes sense but to push dan back and move rose up a little bit maybe not so much i'm i'm not saying it's outside the realm of possibility uh i just don't think it's necessarily going to happen but 
I, I would it would not be the greatest shock in the world if if it did. Spring is next month. Is March spring? I thought it was April. Um, I personally go through March. You know, I count it March through May. But then again, I live in a state where Valentine's night is going to be seventeen degrees below zero. So I have no idea how seasons work anymore. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, Texas is getting snow next week. Uh, is it really? Okay, you oh, know what? God. You can get snow and not be 17 degrees below zero. Look, Steve, I'm going to make you feel better because right now it is currently 56. So we're having it tough over here too, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding. It feels great. Uh <laughs> Uh, but anyway, let's I, I, let's go back to let's go back to talking about Capcom. No, 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 no. <laughs> Seventeen degrees below zero. You know what that means, Steve? I used that to live means, in Pennsylvania. I know. Th- that means that they created a temperature scale, and they figured out what the bottom of the scale is. And it wasn't something like tied to water freezing or something like that. They they, they just picked an arbitrary point and said no. This is the bottom of the scale, and we're about to go, like, almost 20 degrees below that bottom. That makes no sense. Oh, yeah? Well, Texas is going to be minus 9 degrees Celsius next week. You know what, Alon? It's the same thing you're saying. It's the same thing you're saying. (laughs) I am going to throw things at you. (laughs) I am going to buy a ticket to, to your city just to throw this rubberized cap at you. As long as you do it from six feet away, because we got to maintain social distancing. I, I will or you're wearing a mask. Di- well, we need to do both, both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I'll have my vaccine by then. Then maybe we'll, we can you can throw it at my face. I don't know. Feel free. I have great accuracy. I can... I, I, can, bu- uh, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. I, I believe it. I could have made it to the majors. But anyway, Street Fighter. We're allegedly a fighting game show. When we're not Weren't talking you in about the Matrix? how it will be 17 below zero what? Sorry, sorry. Done. Done. Done with weather. So. It'd be nine below zero here. Celsius. That's not the same. That's no. That's not the same. No. It's still below zero, though. It's... Anywho. Uh, <laughs> so, every, everybody... We're everybody... best of five and we talk about fighting games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be in best of negative five soon uh <laughs> hey, that one got me that one got me i'll give myself a round of applause for that one anyway so everybody's got their take on what's gonna happen on thursday you know some people are gonna say they're gonna drop it now some people say they're gonna announce rose some people say they're gonna announce 11 maybe 12 11 probably uh maybe oro is gonna show up i don't know they talked about the turtle a lot let's see the turtle you know what i'm saying uh but I'm curious about what they're going to... I'm hoping that they at least talk about what this new mechanic is that they keep talking about. Right? They're always like, oh, we're going to have a new mechanic. Wait for it. Nobody knows what, what mechanic and it is. And that is... That and the uh, be- rebalance is part of what was going to be the first release with Dan. Yep. So I would fully expect to hear... Uh, n- not just hear about it, but see it in action and find out oh it's gonna hit it's gonna hit the game tomorrow or something like that it'd be great if they did that but wouldn't it be difficult to do that 
when they have the Capcom season finals soon? Or they they could say, hey, it's going to hit uh, as soon as as Street Fighter Five season finale ends, something like that. Wait, somebody brought up that they're going to put a burst. In, if they put a burst in Street Fighter Five, that game's over. They would never put a burst <laughs> inside of Street that game. Fighter that game 5. ends they would right there. Actively change the entire game. They would never do that. Who typed that in chat? We should time them out for posting. <laughs> ridiculousness no, here's the thing that's not the first i've heard of that but th- look at it this way so many characters it's like the anti-vaxxers of, it's like the anti-vaxxers of the fgc they're gonna <laughs> put a burst of street fighter no they're not no why would they do that look if they put a burst in like imagine all the characters who win by getting in and that's it right they get it they get in once and the game's over if they don't get in they lose imagine those characters and then they get in once and get, get burst Wait a second, actually now I'm for this burst because I just think in general grapplers shouldn't be allowed to exist and I think they're allowed to roam free inside of Street Fighter a little bit more than other games. So actually never mind, I'm team I'm team I'm team uh burst. Well, yeah. look, if bursts are going to go the Gear to Gear way, then every grappler is going to just grab bursts. No. And then it's going to be off. Maybe they'll go the Skullgirls way. Where it pushes them so far off that they're back inside of neutral, and then they play the zoning game again. I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Either I way, uh, I think I think burst is a dumb idea in Street Fighter Five. That game is just not built for it. It is a dumb idea, which is why I want to see now. Now that you're talking about it, now I want to see like like an Omega mode, Street Fighter Five right? Omega, and put the burst in that. Oh, I would play that. I would play that game. I will let's, play that game nonstop, bro. Let's just give everybody silly stuff. Let's do it. I'm getting nauseous just thinking just about it. it <laughs> I yeah. want it. I want that in the game now. Uh, I, you know, as I will say this, I think that would be a lot more exciting than just you know Super Two, <laughs> right? Or twelve. Or twelve. Uh, so I'm hoping that at least it's like a cool mechanic and not just you know something we all saw coming. Uh, who knows? We'll have to see when they explain things on Thursday instead of doing it before our show. Those jerks. Those jerks. All right. Uh, do we have any other things we want to talk about as far as the Street Fighter update is concerned? Do we? Do grapplers we have? Grapplers are bad. Any, Don't play grapplers. Do we have any legitimate predictions for what that new mechanic's going to be? Probably Super Two. I'm sad about it, but probably Super Two. I want it to be something different. I want it to be. I want it to be a th- another meter. Like, oh, I what, don't. What would the meter be? Ultra. <laughs> no. <laughs> God no. Um. I want something that's sort of like. Sort of like uh, grid in. Uh, in uni, something where. You get it just for sort of dictating the pace of the match. Hmm. I or think the... that would that would be that would be game changing enough where it could legitimately change some things, but I don't think it would necessarily be so game changing that it would com- that it would make it a completely dumb and stupid game. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so it would be something like the. Um... 
like in Guilty Gear, how if you walk forward, you get meter. Although that would suck for certain character archetypes in Street Fighter Five. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it would be very hard to, to get that balance right out of the gate. Um, yeah. But I, it would be interesting. I, it would be more interesting to me than a double super, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think the double super is going to be a lot more manageable and a lot more realistic. Yeah, and it's already in the code. Remember when everybody was mining Street Fighter? Mm. So that's a thing that's possibly going to happen. Uh, Sharpie, what do you think? Um, I think that Street Fighter is one of those games that I probably won't really be surprised regardless of what they announce. I think every single update thus far has really... I don't think the new mechanic's going to be super duper ridiculously changing is what I'm trying to say here. I would also love to see a burst super because that would actually make me an anime player want to play Street Fighter. But I probably won't see it. It'll probably be something like here are these new changes to crush counter here's super two you know what i mean like i just it's it's hard for me because it's like it's so it feels so samey all the time you know Mm -hmm. i know what you're oh what if this new mechanic they're talking about instead of being a gameplay mechanic was a netcode mechanic oh my god would people be they need need some mechanics on that they need (laughs) a whole lot of Mechanics, technicians. They need a whole auto shop in there. <laughs> they need to take it in, look under the hood. Uh, actually, doesn't... It'd be nice. It'd be nice if the changes that they made were actually to the net code and, like, were essentially, like, or a new game mode that exclusively happened online that would force people to play online more and reward people for playing online. That'd be cool. Uh, but I don't see that happening because it's Street Fighter. In a vacuum, I don't think it makes sense to to work on netcode for a four year old game because you've already yeah. sold so many copies of the game, and you're you're not going to gain a whole lot of return on investment. Uh, you're not going to bring in a ton of new players who are like, if, if you've been waiting for Street Fighter netcode to drop it, jump in. You, I don't think there's a large number of you out there. You you either like the game or you or you don't. Let me. But, I want to raise a counterpoint ahead. to that. Go ahead. The game we're going to talk about next, Tekken. Once they improved their netcode, they saw a player base increase by like two or threefold on Steam. Remember when that happened? When they were like, "We fixed the netcode," and it was actually good, even though everybody was like, "Ah, oh, Harada doesn't know what you're talking about with Roback," and then they put it in, and it's amazing. Well, two or two three times versus. You know, it's peak or two, three times versus what it was right before the release. What it was right before because, the release, I believe. Which which is not two, three times what it was at its peak. No, and that's not what I was so, saying. So, so it's not necessarily new players coming in. It's some old players returning saying, hey, this is a less fr- frustrating experience now. now I, what, I think what Steve I, really does have a point here because especially with the Capcom leak, I'm not saying that Capcom's hemorrhaging money right now. What I'm saying is I'm sure a lot of their investors are really already on the fence regarding certain monetary changes. I can't see them investing in an old game, especially when we already know Street Fighter 6 is coming out. You know what I mean? Like, why would would they implement that much more time into changing something that is that old? 
that is actually part of the reason why I think they might simply because mm. I, I I think the if they find a way to improve netcode for Street Fighter Five and it works great, they can just copy paste that work over to Street Fighter Six more or less and say, hey, you, you know this this netcode that was really good at the end of Street Fighter Five is going to be in Street Fighter Six. Let me raise another example too. Maybe Tekken Seven was a bad example. Plus R, they added netcode or they added rollback to that thing and it blew up. Yeah. Yeah. But how, okay. how many? How many of those players though were players who had never played Plus R before? I don't know. I never played Plus R before and I bought it. So therefore, everybody else did. Yeah, we're not we're not talking about you know how many you know Street Fighter Five has sold a few million copies. Sure. We're, we're, we're to, there's a difference in the number of copies you will sell uh, Street Fighter versus something like Plus R. So I don't, it, it's a, it, the calculus is completely different in terms of. Central 5 was another good experiment. Yes. Sorry. Go on. But yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. Improving your game is never bad. Granted, limited resources, blah, 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 all that stuff. So if they get their netcode stuff together see, almost said it if they get their netcode stuff together uh then it's more likely that people will play street fighter 5 which means more popularity for the game more people playing more people streaming more people enjoying online which means it, it builds momentum for street fighter 6 right so it, i i think it's kind of similar to what happened with plus r which is why i brought plus r up plus r came out with this Here's- netcode Plus, Plus R-, R came out with the netcode specifically because the person who came out with the game previously worked on GGPO netcode inside of Skullgirls, and that person probably won't be doing it for any other games. In addition, Street Fighter VI will be on a brand new console, which will use a new type of coding that most people haven't used. Right, but here's the other I'm thing. I'm not saying the netcode's not... Oh, I'm sorry. No, but here's the thing, too. It's... Don't you think that that translated to, like, the Plus R thing translated to Strive, especially when they announced Strive was having rollback netcode? No, I I don't think that was necessarily a direct uh, comparison. I think it was because the netcode discussion had been been in the universe already, but I don't think they put it in strive because oh see how work well it works in plus r it's a completely different scenario it's completely different programming right i'm not saying i'm building that so i'm not saying sorry let me let me be clear about what i'm saying here i'm not saying that they put netcode in strive or they put rollback in strive because of plus r no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying the success that the rollback netcode had in plus r and we saw the biggest plus r tournament last week or two weeks ago last week last week uh, don't you think that that momentum that Plus R is building right now isn't going to translate to Strive? Like, there's I, a lot of people who otherwise wouldn't have played Plus R without the netcode, myself being an example, and I'm pretty sure there's more people like me who saw that it was getting rollback netcode and said, hey, I might as well try this out. Don't you think that once the people who are hooked on it now are going to start looking towards Strive? But the the momentum had already been building is what I'm saying because because we had been locked in our our places for almost most of the past year we're playing a lot more online than than we used to and 
more specifically for games with like a Tekken, like a Street Fighter V, where the netcode experience is not super great, we're less willing to forgive it because, you know, oh, I'm playing online to, to get my fill in until the next time I go to locals or the next time I go to a major or whatever, anything offline. Since that's not there anymore, or at least for the time being, all we have is online. I don't think... I think there was going to be pressure on Arxis to have uh, rollback in Strive. And I think they would have gone to that regardless of what happened with Plus R. Plus R is... It's a great story, and I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but the potential audience for Plus R compared to a flashy new game like Strive, it's like this versus this. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't hurt? It doesn't hurt, but I don't think it's a, a, a big impact either way. I don't know. I, I think maybe, maybe we'll just have to agree to disagree. And granted... The audience I'm thinking of is not the audience that you're thinking of because you're thinking big picture. I'm thinking the FGC, mm-hmm. which is definitely the smaller picture here. Uh, it's very relatable, Elon, burned. because we all are you know competitive players and we all want to believe that it'll force us to become even larger. But like in the reality, grand scheme of things, like it's negligible, and that's the unfortunate side yeah. of it. Yeah. it. You have to sell to the FGC. But if you're, you know, a str- your Strives, your Mortal Kombat, your Street Fighters, you can't just sell to the FGC. You have to. That's mm-hmm. why you're bringing in, like, Steve Aoki. That's why you're bringing in Kenny Omega to be brand ambassadors. By the way, Steve Aoki is going to be part of the uh, the uh, winter update that's uh, right. thing on Thursday. That's actually so. really cool. That is that is what we were talking about the Street Fighter Five winner update. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and they have like musicians and stuff coming in. Like, uh, it's gonna be interesting. However, I do want to let, let's just move. Let's just skip a topic for now because we have the power to do that. Let's just go into Strive because we're talking about it already. Might as well just dive into it. <laughs> so one of the selling points of Strive is the new netcode, right? Like when we saw the release trailer. They put it in the release trailers like, oh, groundbreaking new low latency internet. Ah, and then they showed Soul doing some crazy shenanigans, right? That's uh, even like one of the big highlights for the Guilty Gear Strive beta that's this weekend. It's actually next week uh, where the beta starts. It, it starts on, it, there's two start dates. Next Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it starts for those who have pre-ordered uh, through the PlayStation Store. Uh, then it becomes an open beta 24 hours later. So on Thursday the 18th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, it will be available for download for everybody. Um, and that will be playable until uh, the 21st at uh which is uh sunday so well, f me in the a i'm a week ahead uh there you go how's that for censoring uh why <laughs> uh why? sorry i was a week off first, i apologize first of I'm all too excited first of all on no thank you appreciate the offer but i'm good I, i'm good too thanks uh 
Uh, sorry, I was, I'm, I'm too excited. I was a week ahead. Excuse, excuse my excitement. Uh, all right, Blue, resubscribing re, re just to tell me next weekend. All right, I get it. Everybody clap for Blue, whatever. Anime FGC news on Twitter. Give them, uh, give them a follow. And... Sorry, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm reading it over now just to make sure I have my facts straight here. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 okay, cool. But let's go back to t talking about it. They have a whole section of the beta outline dedicated to online matches. And it specifically says, this beta test uses rollback netcode for online match connections. And the crowd goes wild. Uh, you can enjoy online matches with responsiveness comparable to offline matches. That's a scary, scary, scary... Uh, Bullet point there. That's that's big talk. Yeah, I mean, dumb, dumb fighting words. Especially because this is the sort of stuff that is specifically aimed at you know serious hardcore fighting game players, competitive fighting game players. They're the ones who are going to most notice a difference. Mm. If if you have a two frame difference uh, between online and offline, some people just aren't going to care. If you're talking about if if you want to see how nice your your uh, Nagoriyuki is, you're definitely going to notice that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing too. It's like the netcode for Tekken was pretty amazing, right? When it came out, everybody was super surprised. We all had egg on our face because everybody was like, "Oh, right, there's nobody's talking about rollback." Yeah, blah, we blah, literally blah. all talked. Shit, yeah. And then we got hit with really good netcode. And since. Arxis has worked with Bandai Namco in the past. Is it possible that they were licensed out that kind of netcode? Because saying something like comparable to offline matches is a very strong claim. And it's a strong claim, but you know how are you going to prove it wrong? What, what what's the line of comparable? We won't know so, until we get <laughs> for seven years it, from it, now when it, the pandemic is over. <laughs> it it strikes me more as flavor text than something specific it is it is a pretty big target to paint on yourself well here's the thing not one here here's the thing too it's th those are the same words used by people when who were testing the Tekken connection right like i'm talking about Mar markman anakin and a, a couple of other top players saying it felt comparable to offline as far as like being in the same region and all that other fun stuff so I don't know. Uh, they also, I think the the hilarious part of this is they also showed a picture of like the the details, like uh, and them explaining like what the rollback frame delay is, or not really uh, delay, what the rollback frames are, uh, and what the ping is. And the picture they have is of somebody playing with two hundred and twenty three milliseconds of ping <laughs> and the six rollback frames, and that's terrifying. <laughs> that's just not going to be comparable to offline whatsoever. So I just thought it was hilarious. It should be noted uh, that uh, they do say that you will not be able, in the beta, you will not be able to uh, filter matchmaking mm -hmm. uh, mm. by either connection strength or um, connection type. So, like, you can't, like, there, there's not going to be, like, a Wi-Fi indicator. So right. Because they're trying to test the connection. So they want to test all types of connections. They mm -hmm. want to test the good stuff. They want to test the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And boy, do they have a bad one as a <laughs> as a as an example on the page. Uh, but yeah. 
So, not this weekend, like I thought. Excuse me, next weekend. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to play some uh, some strive, and they have thirteen characters available. They don't have Anji, unfortunately. They don't have the last character that's still unannounced. Which, by the way, they still haven't announced that character, huh? Crazy. No, I didn't even think about that. Up, we're coming up on Valentine's Day. Is that when they're gonna? Re- they said they were gonna reveal it. Well, they said it was gonna be sometime this month. Hmm. And, and that seems to be the. That seems to be the way they're leaning right now. There, a lot of context clues. Steve, don't put that out into the world, man. You, you, you know what? I'm not the one that's putting it out there. Don't. It already do it. exists. Don't. It already exists in the universe. Don't even don't say her name. The messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't. Because do it. I know you will want to shoot. Because you, you know, this character might be all about shooting. Shush. Don't do it. I know you're not married to the Don't idea. do it. <laughs> Stop it. I just promise Stop. it will be the sweetest strawberry. Ugh, you had to say the strawberry line. <laughs> <laughs> Sharpie is just having none of this. I'm 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 like I'm so excited to be back on the podcast, but my energy levels are right here right now. It's okay. <laughs> Steve just brought my energy levels to over here with all this shenanigans. Also, I put my hand close to my floor, and that's what happened off camera there. And for the people that didn't get to see it on the audio version of this podcast. Also, people on the audio version of the podcast, why don't you give yourself a round of applause, huh? We're clapping so you can hear us audio version. Yeah, that's for you. You know who else should get a round of applause? Who? The person who edits both the video and the audio version of the podcast. Oh, yeah, let's give that random unnamed person I'm so happy we hired someone to do that. Thanks. That's how much are we paying them? <laughs> not enough. Not discussed. Not you know. I agree. <laughs> I agree on a with need that. To know basis. <laughs> <laughs> ah, inside oh. jokes. All right. Anyway, uh, so that's Guilty Gear Strive. Also, along with the Guilty Gear, along with, yeah, yeah, yeah. along with the Strive beta test, we also got a big old thing of stuff today this week. Where is it? There it is. Uh, let's go look at some of this shenanigans, shall we? Zip, look at this. Hit play. Oh, there's no audio. Okay, the audio is really loud. I apologize. Uh, anyway, so we got a couple of uh, a couple of cool matches showing off some of the newer char- uh, some some of the characters that we haven't gotten to see in a while. So there's Axel, and there we go. So I have a whole like notebook full of stuff about this thing. And let's talk about what's happening right here. First of all, Axel just froze time, right? Let's go back to it a little bit. This guy pops a super called One Vision. Now he's glowing purple, right? And he's over here jumping around. He gets an anti-air and then stops time and then gets like another DP over there and then gets another DP over there and then gets another DP over here. So... What in the world? And we unfortunately we don't have a, a lot of the footage here, so we can't show too too much of it. But uh, we'll, we'll, I'll save that for a little bit. Hold on, stop it. All right. Uh, in the other matches that Arxis has released earlier today, we can see this guy do that outside of hit stun 
or block stun. Like, he can just do it. So if you whiff a button, he can just activate it, and then you're eating a full combo. You're getting whiff punished through time and space. That seems a little too crazy, even for me. Y'all seeing this? That, I, I hope it is balanced, because if you remember, uh, like, the... Um, the first days of I forget if it was Injustice One or Injustice Two, where Deadshot? Superman was no, not Deadshot, Superman, where he had the super that was so good and and was so quick that if if you had any sort of you were scared to do anything because if you whiffed a button from anywhere, it was you're eating the full super. I think it was. I think it was uh, Injustice One. Pretty mm-hmm. sure it was. Sounds about right. But that 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 makes for very very dangerous, very unenjoyable uh, experience, both to play and to 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 watch. So hopefully it's not that quite that wild, because that would be pretty wild. Though. Could you just imagine you're walking forward and this guy just mashes it out and gets you? You can't block because you're stopped in time. I would, I would jump out of a window that's into my bushes over here. That's right on the side of the. I mean, yeah, I did play Dragon Ball Fighters, so I know exactly what you mean. They do that in Dragon Ball Fighters. It does. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. That game season one was not entirely balanced. No, I I enjoyed playing Captain Ginyu because anytime I would body switch with someone, they would quit the game. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's look at more uh, Guilty Gear stuff. Yay. And then there was this thing. Check out this uh, Nagoriyuki uh, punish. Bam. Half health gone. Uh, so that's cool. So he's... Nagoriyuki is one of those characters that like doesn't move, but he hurts. See, that was a very basic uh, punish right there. Two hits, and he's three hits, and he's basically down to 50%. I wonder how much of that is just simply the gut system. It is. Where those first hits just take off basically half your health, and those last hits are basically paper cuts. Yeah. No, it's, it is. Because he, he just got hit there, and it wasn't quite as big. However, there's this thing now. Kai gets a dragon Ooh. install, which... Oh, my God. Which is everybody's freaking out about it, right? Because so hold on, let me let me pause here. Where's the pause button? Let's pause it. All right, so I have a buddy who's super into Guilty Gear lore, right? I don't necessarily follow Guilty Gear lore. However, I saw that and I was like, wait, that doesn't seem right. Soul bad guy is the one that generally has had the dragon install, and they have all the lore behind it. Whatever. They apparently teased that Kai had dragon powers or whatever it's called gear something in exert and now they're showing the dragon install uh that kai has which is crazy like every, everybody's losing their minds about it because he never had it before it was always a soul thing soul was like the guilty gear or whatever he's like the master guy or something and now all of a sudden like his little brother over here gets it people are freaking out all the lore is out the window with this new reboot you don't know. You haven't played story mode yet. I have not. But I consulted somebody who did. Uh, <laughs> and I trust that person's uh, opinions. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, oh, wow. 
that's definitely something very new for that character. So I can't wait to see what people are going to do with it because <laughs> it seems to add more hits to it. It does exactly what it did for Soul. Uh, it adds more hits to special moves. It gives him like different properties and specific special moves. His supers are more powerful. It gets more hits, more things, more stuff. You know, what, what's bad about that? Nothing. Or is it? Nah. Um, the last thing I wanted to point out is uh, they they had an Eddie showcase, and the entire time, whoever uh, whoever Zato was fighting was just jumping out of mix-ups, and it looked so sad, and it looks so bad. And I don't know what to think about that because while they showed some cool stuff that Eddie can do, it's just it just looks a little rough. Because like he, he'll be doing a block string and he'll do like he'll have Eddie come out and do a special move, and that shit don't even combo. I'm sorry for saying a curse word there, but like it don't even combo. So what's the point? Does it does it create like a good? A good Oki situation? No, you, you can get trapped out of it. It's weird. I hope they retool that because it looks rough. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, every Eddie player or every Zato player is going to play it and then be like, what? Why? What's the point of playing this character? We'll you know? We'll probably get fun. a battle handle of it uh, next week about this time. Or a yeah, like over a week, I should say. Yeah, you're just seeing people jab and jump. Oh, and drill is a mid. You know, Eddie has the drill that comes out of the floor. That's always been a low. Now it's a mid. So that's kind of weird. So you know, Maybe who cares, right? Levels. Wait, 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 wait. Like, is it a mid if it hits late, or is it just a mid? It's a mid. Yeah, see, that's weird. Yeah, it he puts it. Weird. He puts it out, and then it comes up, and you can block it standing. It's bad. It's bad. Mm. It, it's rough. Ed, Eddie's having a rough go at Strive over here. It's bad. It's rough. Granted, as soon as I started thinking this, uh, I saw the most like messed up RC mix-up where it was a lo- like he sent out Eddie was doing like this dive bomb thing, and then he hit hello. And if the dive bomb thing is a high, then you know maybe we just gotta tool, retool uh, retool the retool Eddie mix-ups. But at the same time, it also costs a bar to do that. So I don't know if I'm too happy about that. So, so I think the first day of the beta, you're going to see a lot of people trying what the characters, you know, what what these characters used to do, or what you expected them to do based on what how they played in Xert. It's going to take a little bit before you figure out before people figure out how to play Strive with these characters. Blue says it's a so, mid too. What the hell? Sorry. I'm sad. I don't even play Zato. I hate him, but I'm sad. And now I don't care. It's a new game. Retooled, whatever, whatever. I don't care. It's sad. So, but but you're not going to be able to play some of these characters the exact same way you, you played in Strive. It's the same thing we see every time a new sequel comes out. It, it, you know, People will expect what worked before to work now, and when it doesn't, screw it. This game's terrible. Yep. So it's yeah. gonna take a little bit. It's gonna take a little bit. Not to say it won't be rough for, for, for. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying it's not gonna be hard times for Eddie and Zato, but it's possible that 
I can get back in focus. And it's possible that uh, they can find some success just a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the other thing I wanted to say, too, is I don't remember if we saw this before, but air dashers look a little faster. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, it, my, I think my overall thought is that it looks like, to the eye, it looks like it's a neutered version of what Xrd was, and that's going to piss off a bunch of people. That's going to make a couple people happy, right? So to the eye, it looks slower. Uh, but it's I, I, I equated that to Street Fighter Five, and I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a fair uh, comparison. However, when like the reaction from people going to Street Fighter 5 from Street Fighter 4 feels like it's the same reaction that people are having going from Xrd to Strive. So, and it's one of those things where to the eye, the game looks a little bit slower, right? With Street Fighter 5, we can see things a little bit more clearly than we could see in Street Fighter 4. I feel like Xrd might be the same thing. Where, But when you're in the thick of it, it feels, it still feels very fast because you're making a ton of decisions at the same time or in very uh, close succession. Succession. So, I don't know. It, it just feels like it's more of the same of what we've seen from fighting games these past couple years, which I don't think is necessarily a good thing from a personal standpoint. However, it may not be a bad thing. So, yeah. It's going to be people, most people who have an opinion on it have not had a chance to really get their hands on at least a you know, at least anywhere co- close to as complete as it is now. Mm-hmm. So this week, this or next week, excuse me, is going to be very telling, I feel. Yeah. Absolutely. I think a lot of the, you know, I, I've gone to death with Street Fighter Five. I think that uh, how it has to come out as a good video game as well as being a good fighting game. Whatever your thoughts on Street Fighter Five, the, the fighting game are or were. Mm-hmm. The first couple of years of Street Fighter V, the video game, rough. were rough. And that has colored a lot of the perception of the game, even now. So it has to do the, the it has to get the single player experience. It has to get some, the, the experience for players outside of the FGC bubble. It has to nail that first and foremost and it's other stuff people will will wait around to get fixed you know if 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 everything's good except you know the game balance doesn't feel right i think people will be willing to say you know what let's 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 let them rebalance let's give it a patch or two but if they don't nail that other stuff it's going to be tough to to get that audience back and it sounds like they do because they had a whole trailer about all the game modes you can play yeah so First impre- yeah, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Although Finitude said first impressions matter. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, do we have anything else to say on Guilty Gear Strive and the upcoming beta test slash whatever else is happening? I'll have a schedule up for it uh, next week. Nice. Yeah, and they also had uh, a bunch of matches that we didn't show here uh, that they released today, including one of Giovanna, which was super cool. I finally got to see that character. Uh, she looks fun. She's got, like, a lot of... She does actually look really fun. I do want to say that. I watched the same video. I, she she looks really, really good. I'm really excited for her. Yeah. Um, though, again, the other thing I was a little bit worried about is she was getting jabbed out of a lot of her 
uh, of things that look like mix-ups. So, I don't know. Uh, and Blue is asking if we saw the Japanese content creator thing. It looks like in Japan, content creators are getting the game a couple days early. Or are getting the beta a couple days early. Okay. Do we have any thoughts on that? I mean, that tracks. It's a Japanese company. And it also it makes sense, sense, right? Because it's like, you know, content yeah, creators are, you know, they make people buy the game they play. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I feel it's different when you're talking about something like a beta, something like this, versus when we found out about Marvel Infinite and people getting their hands on that early. Mm -hmm. um, when you're talking about letting people get their hands on the full game and then also that same company creating tournaments very early in the game life cycle, uh, to figure that puts a different taste in my mouth versus you know hey here's this beta show it off to your audience a few days early mm -hmm. yeah i agree i agree anything else on guilty gear one two three gone let's go back one please more tekken you like tekken we got more, we got more tekken. Like tekken right we got more tekken Woo, tekken got we got more Tekken. So uh, if you'll remember, a few weeks back, Bandai Namco announced a partnership with several um, community content creators uh, for what they're calling a community king of the hill, where mm -hmm. a bunch of tournaments will be sort of king of the hill style. Um, and they're partnering up with Astro Gaming to give uh, little prize packs for, I believe, top three, they mm -hmm. said. Uh, and we we saw the first few weeks of events announced. This past week, they announced a second wave of events for North America. Uh, if we can pull that up, uh, it starts on uh, next Tuesday, actually. I believe that that is. Um, it might actually be Wednesday. I'll have to double check the date. But NLBC all in on uh, the 16th on Team Spooky's channel. Uh, you've got Kazuya Chaos on Thea Trinidad's channel, which is uh, the former WWE performer. We talked about her uh, a while ago, where she got a whole bunch of subs in like two weeks. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she, she's pretty cool. I'm, I'm sad she's not in WWE anymore, but if she's happy, I'm happy for her. Uh, Cuddlecore has the cuddle circuit on the 27th little margin is hosting the little margin open on march 6th and then uh combat combat Best on march 13th uh on arturo's channel so combat that's what's combat. going on best name that's what's going on in north america they also announced that they're rolling out this initiative to latin america whoa so more tekken more tekken in more places. Uh, so this past weekend, uh, Break the Net Code took place. This coming weekend, as you saw on the uh, on the What to Watch feature, Rage Heart Clutch, hosted by First Attack. And then Collision is hosting a few different events. Uh, an all-pick random tournament on the 28th. Uh, they've got a Columbia Fight for the Crown on March 7th, and then uh, Brazilian fight for the crown on March 14th. So, uh, opportunity for, again, 
opportunities for players to earn uh, spot some spotlight that don't necessarily get that spotlight on them. If you know, getting some love from the official Tekken account will give these players more of a chance to show off what they can do. And we've seen it, you know, Peru. We've seen, um, excuse me, uh, we've seen areas in Tekken, in Street Fighter, coming out of everywhere, every corner, and finding out, hey, these guys aren't just good for their region. They're really, really good players, and they deserve that chance to show what they can do. So I'm happy to see that. Yeah, and I, I think it's very funny. You know, we were just mentioning about the, the snafu with Bandai Nemco Europe releasing Tekken early to a couple people and how... Uh, and also how content creators were getting, like, the the crap end of the stick with uh, the pandemic because they couldn't go to tournaments, like, specifically commentators and... Uh, certain players and all this stuff. So it's interesting to see Tekken trying to rectify that. I don't know if they're necessarily meaning to rectify it that uh, with this, but it's it. This seems like a big old effort to boost the community content creation, uh, the, the community's content creators, uh, commentators, players, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, to make everybody you know, uh, more well-known and rally around each other. I think, uh, I think this is a really cool thing they're doing. And, and the big problem with, with what they did before, if you don't remember, uh, Bandai Namco Europe gave several content creators outside the FGC early access to the second seven patch. Uh, they did not give, uh, creators inside the FGC, uh, that any, they did not give any of those creators uh, early access. So it's, it's, and it's not a bad idea to get the hands, get the game in the hands of players who are outside the bubble of the FGC, because there is a lot of value in that. There's a lot of value in getting new eyeballs on your game, getting new eyeballs that wouldn't necessarily cross paths with a show like best of five or cross paths with little Majin stream. But there's also, if you're doing things for them, you also there's also an expectation that you do things for the community because they're the ones that are going to be your biggest event evangelists. They're going to be the ones that are singing your game's praises to anyone who will listen if if you do well by them. And the fact that they they abandon i that's a strong word but they weren't taking care of the people who were close to to their scene but then giving some goodies to people outside who don't necessarily have that connection that was a real that was a really uh big misstep so i'm glad to see them taking steps like this to sort of rewrite the ship and here's the other thing too if we recall after this happened, we heard from Harada where this was a Bandai Namco Europe thing where they made that call, didn't consult anybody from the Tekken team or the FGC or anything, right? So we do have to think about that too. They just saw it as, hey, let's give this out to content creators. Uh, for And it sounded like it was people who weren't very knowledgeable about the scene and everything else. So is ignorance an excuse for what happened? No. But 
we can't just go we can't just go blaming it on Harada and the Tekken team when it was in fact not of their doing. And I don't think it's necessarily the biggest misstep. It's just one that hits in a certain way. Yep. Yep. So I agree. I agree. Anything else we want to talk about as far as Tekken goes? No, I I, I want to oh. talk about. But before you get into, I just I just remembered. I remembered. I saw a tweet from Michael Murray. He goes, "Hey, I know we've been quiet, but we got some stuff coming." That's about it. Mm-hmm. So, thanks, Michael Murray. All right, shall we move on to the last piece of news, or what do you got, Steve? This is the one. This is this is the piece of news that we've been waiting for for months, years. It feels like. Yeah, are we going to see more characters in Fight of Animals? Is that a dead game? Are we done? We, you know there's Fight of Animals Arena. Are all of the resources on that? Or is there still love for Fight of Animals? We found out that there is still love for Fight of Animals. Play the clip. What does that say? So, so these are characters. Kung Fu Dash and, and Fluffy Sheep. Dachshund? They were... Oh, wait, that's it? <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right. Kung Fu Dachshund and Fluffy Sheep, huh? Uh, they'll be back? They were th- they were yeah. there in the first place? They oh. were in uh, Fight of Animals Arena. Oh. But now they are coming to the main game. Or to the original game. Because they're, they're separate experiences now. But uh, we can all sleep easier at night. I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I had a little thing gnawing at me every time I went to went to sleep. I'd wake up every two hours. Just like, Fluffy Sheep. When, when's Fluffy Sheep? When's Fluffy Sheep? We now know when Fluffy Sheep is. Actually, we don't know because they're coming soon. And we know it, it. we know they're coming, but not when. So... So I may still be haunted by dreams of Wentz Fluffy Sheep. I'm sorry you have to deal with that, Steve. That sounds awful. Hard um, life, Steve. It, it is. It is. It's a very hard life. But speaking of hard, hard lives. Hard knock life, so I would say. Oh. I, I, I almost had the perfect segue. Okay. Or what is the, the perfect, perfect segue? segue? Perfect segue is, you know what? Speaking of hard lives, hard knocks. Um, there's someone on this show that recently shared some of their hard knocks uh, with a documentary crew of some sort. Would you be able to clarify that for us, Sharpie? God damn it. What a good segue. That was so good. Thank I'm you. So mad. Thank you. <laughs> that was really, really good. I cussed because I, so, I was so blown away by the quality of that segue. Um, yes, everyone, it is true. I was actually interviewed by Vice TV, otherwise formerly known as Viceland, and I was featured inside of Reset, an unauthorized guide to video games, speaking regarding the FGC, our future, inclusivity, and a plethora of other things, specifically Combo Queens inside of the documentary. There are quite a few other people inside of the fighting game community in there. 
uh, two notable people are, of course, Alex Valle as well as Kettlecore. I was really honored because uh, they actually filmed it way back, oh my god, uh, shortly uh, prior to Evo being canceled. It was it was it was announced, and that's when they decided to film. Um, and then you know everything happened in June and July. That was kind of weird, but it was it was really nice seeing it because one, um, that was eons ago. It feels like so long ago now. It feels like it's been half a year, and I'm just looking at myself then, and I'm like, man, I look like so excited for the future. <laughs> look at me. Uh, a little sharpie, you know, uh, but it was just it was really nice to see how uh, the everything that I talked about came together in a really cohesive way. I still feel like everyone should watch the documentary. It is really, really good. It does cover a lot about where the F fighting game community uh, came from, a lot about where we are now and a lot about where we still have to go. I was very, very happy to see the way that the story came together, and I feel like it's very, very true to who we are as I have the com community. There are a couple of inconsistencies, um, just like one or two, but they're very negligible. Um, it's a great story. Definitely check it out. I believe it's on Vice, Vice TV's YouTube channel, and if you have the Vice uh, channel on your cable network, you can actually watch it on there as well. So, yay! I'm famous now! Yay! Play them fighting herds. You did it. I did... I did put the link in chat uh, for those of you listening or watching on other platforms. Uh, you can find it at youtube.com slash vice. Um, it is called the, um, sorry, I had the exact name up. Inside the World of Fighting Games. So definitely check that out. Uh, it was something that came out before last week's episode, but we wanted to make sure... Uh, that Miss Sharpie was here when we talked about it because we're, yeah. we're happy. We're claiming her as ours, you know. Yeah, and everybody now... with the podcast, I just want to be very, very clear right now. I know I haven't, unfortunately, been on the podcast the last three weeks, and I know I'm probably really low energy right now. There are a lot of projects I'm working on, and I'm just really thankful to still be able to have a hosting spot on this show because um, it is really important to me. It's, it's a show that I've watched for a very long time, and it's a show that I'm genuinely honored to be a part of. Uh, I'm still trying to make time, obviously, in my schedule to be here every single week, and it's just nice to know that, like, there's a great place that I can still engage with the fighting game community while we're not having events. Really nice. Yeah, because we're so <laughs> strict about whether people are here or not. <laughs> they are. They were like, Shipe, if you're not here this week, we're going to evict you from the show. Hey, don't say that. And tell everybody <laughs> it's because you played Grapplers, so, you know. Now that's true. Do we, do we still have a four-shot set up yeah right here <laughs> whoops see Aww. look at this they're ready to replace me whenever see what your see? your name is on the right i just have yours and mike's thing for how switched. long elon how however long we want including you donko <laughs> i should probably reach out to talk and see what's going on with him uh anywho Actually, no. Let's let's go way back. Let's go way way back. Let's get Ray Chun back here. Ooh, that was a that was a moment. That, that <laughs> Shout outs to the exactly two people in chat who get that reference. I do. 
Well, you're not in chat. I mean, I am. Uh-huh. Why are you go. in chat? You're in, you're you're in charge of the podcast. You shouldn't be in chat. Hey, I'm also moderating the chat while running the stream and running the boards and hosting. You know, that's what I do. Speaking of all of this, we have reached the time. The time where we must say goodbye to this week's show. And first of all, I just want to say thank you all for being here. This has been great. This has been a fun show. Can't wait to try the Guilty Gear beta that I thought was this weekend, next weekend. I'm kind of sad about it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, we, we've gone through the highs and lows of speculating on Street Fighter V to uh, learning about more Tekken to learning about Fight of Animals. And, you know, after learning about Fight of Animals, it just can't go any higher from here. I think we've peaked out. We've peaked. This has been the peak. So I myself have been Elon. There's my social media information. Over here is... The main squeeze, the Ace King offsuit jerk. Yeah. And, of course, joining us once again, the Lord, the Purple Shrappy. Oh, or just whatever, don't... I, don't, I don't know. Sick. Don't be married to the idea. That's all I'm saying. I know you want some strawberries. Just don't be married to the idea. I'm going to hit the go button. Say your lines. Good night, Canada. Play them fighting herds and please buff velvet. 